With COVID-19, depending on your business, you may feel blessed or you may feel cursed. Small business owners are at their wits end. They endured, not only did they endure one partial or complete full shutdown, they're now smack dab in the middle of another. They not only had to lay off employees, people they call their families, but in some jurisdictions, they had to permanently close their doors. They may be even facing evictions from their landlords. It seems like everything on social media is around blaming all levels of government, the big box stores, lack of support for local shopping. It's enough to mess with your mind. How do business owners get a sense of control and resiliency? And that's coming up next on Experience Leadership. Welcome to Experience Leadership, a podcast that helps small business owners and entrepreneurs just like you dare to be the exception. Join our host, service expert and master of experiences, Mark Hain, as he uncovers relevant and timely content to help you develop your business so you can take the time to work on your business, not just in your business. Here's your host, Mark Hain. Welcome back to Experience Leadership, where small business owners and entrepreneurs pick up core skill sets to help them work on their business, not just in their business. I am your host, service expert, master of experiences, Mark Hain. And today, my guest is manifestation and marketing coach, Brenda Trott. And we'll get to her in just a second. In the meantime, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please feel free to do so if you want to follow it. I'm coming up with fresh content each and every week. And I'd love it if you could also give me a review on iTunes. Tell me what you think. The good, the bad, the ugly. We only grow when we get really great feedback. With everything going on, it is really hard not to feel like we are cursed, like the whole world is against us. Which brings me to my question of the day. How are you coping? Do you have any strategies to mentally deal with what's going on? Like I mentioned, I'd love for you to be part of this conversation. Why not share your experiences in the comment box below? Would really love to hear where you're at. Joining me today is the make money in your sleep girl, Brenda Trotz. <laughs> Brenda helps small business owners increase their income through manifestation and marketing. She is the author of a slew of books. Like really, if you go onto Amazon, look her up. She, I, I don't know how I lost count how many books, a lot of books. And she's got several how-to books centered around media marketing. Brenda was nominated the best social media strategist in Houston and is often called upon by news outlets for her insights and perspectives. Brenda, welcome to the show. It is so nice to have you. Thanks for having me. So, so Brenda, maybe we could kick off, maybe before we get into today's topic, you could tell me a little bit about what you do for your clients. For over 10 years, I have helped people get found online fast. And generally, we're talking about people with a local clientele. So uh, the service industry, uh, pest, pest control, the, the people around the block, people that don't really have uh, a business, a brick and mortar business for, for that drive-by traffic. So we create that traffic online. But 
because of what I did personally, and the, the truth is that I could get somebody ton of leads, a hundred thousand leads a month. But if they had something going on inside them, like you said, feeling like you're cursed, um, then it doesn't matter how many I would get them. They, it would, it would somehow dissipate either self-sabotage or, you know, something, a pandemic would happen, you know, who knows, (laughs) but something would stop all of that from happening. So after doing some of my own inner work that I think we'll talk about today, I realized if you would have told me that I needed to do mindset work, I would have rolled my eyes. You know, I knew that there was enough money to go around in the world. I just didn't know why I didn't have any. And so it's it's more than that. It's kind of some some inner work to help them just kind of get to the point where they can actually accept the income that they deserve and know that what they deserve is not what you're getting right now. Right. That's a big differential. What you deserve versus what you're getting right now. Yeah. It, it, you know, it seems like everywhere we turn, we are hearing about the struggles today through mindset. People are, how do you cope with stress? How do you cope with what's going on and so on? With my experience with small business owners, I get a lot of the negative talk. I get a lot of the woe is me talk. People are, are, it's almost like they're in a mindset prison that they're trapped in. What causes this? Like in your experience, why are we so limited in how we talk? Well, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. Some of it is just familiarity. Um, that's what people know. Another is if you look at the news sites, people like to blame the media for uh, all the negative doom and gloom. But the reality is that multiple stations have attempted to be just, you know, happy, cheery, let's give the bright side and people stopped watching. And it's because we're hardwired to look for the problems. I don't know if that is because we want to fix those problems or if there's something more innate to it. When you tally on all the fact that that's what we're familiar with, that's what people go to talk about, that becomes the norm. I'm not going to say it's difficult. For some, they just haven't figured out how to break out of that yet. Yeah. Yeah. When I talk to people, I am hearing, you know, the, the doom and gloom. I'm hearing the woe is me. It's like people, when things don't go their way, automatically adopt this victim mentality. How much of this is part of the programming that you were mentioning? You said that we're hardwired. How much of this victim mentality is is hardwired in us? How much of it is just a personality trait? I can tell you that there is a natural instinct inside of us, and it's not necessarily natural to go doom and gloom but it is natural to go to your set point. If you have just landed a great account and this account just sets you up a level from where you've ever been before, the chances that something is going to happen, whether it's something that you did or something that happens on their end or or a global end and and it dissipates are significant. Like it doesn't just happen. You'll be maybe be allowed to catch it, but it'll go away. And that's because internally you have this, this line, like a financial set point. This is how much I'm allowed to earn because this is what you taught yourself at a very young age, that this is what is acceptable. I'm allowed to live this lifestyle. It can go into family paradigm, but basically you had lessons that were (laughs) self-taught, interpreted by this naive young child that this is the way things are supposed to be. 
So anytime you venture out of that and you try to go bigger or better, your inner self, that that child is like, no, that's not state. And so all of these things are going to work and conspire so that it doesn't happen yeah. because that wouldn't be safe. Oh, you know what? And I know that you and I have had a conversation before this, and this is why I was so thrilled um, to invite you to come to this podcast, because I know that you yourself have had an awakening. And I'd really like to explore that with, with the audience. But first, every day you perform, maybe not on a stage in front of a captive audience. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But in your business, whether you know it or not, you are performing. Thinking about your business like you have to go out there and put on a perfect show can help create long-lasting success. And you can find out the secrets how in the new book, Lights, Camera, Action, Business Operational Excellence Through the Lens of Live Theater. Author, speaker, actor, and business coach Mark Hain breaks down how you can craft a solid foundation, rehearse before you ever serve your first customer, and take action to provide an experience worthy of a standing ovation. Mark's experience running casinos, restaurants, and hotels, as well as his time in live theater, has been preparing him to help put the spotlight on your business and give it its time to shine. Order his book, Lights, Camera, Action, today at your favorite online store or directly at markhane.com. That's M-A-R-C-H-A-I-N-E.com. That is the end of my shameless little plug about my book. Yes. Is it really shameless? Uh, I don't know. I'll let the, I'll let the <laughs> audience figure that out. <laughs> so, so Brenda, what was the catalyst for you? I mean, you, you talk about this, this idea of, of your, your programming and so on, um, you know, where you felt, you yourself felt cursed. Maybe you can share the story. Okay. That, yeah, I can definitely, I still, it's very vivid to me. Um, it was a few years ago, very vivid to me. I had gotten to a point, this is pre-pandemic gotten to a point uh, in my life. And a lot of times too, you can kind of get to that spiral symptom. I had a lot of loss. My mom had passed, uh, her husband had passed. My dog died in my arms. And all of this kind of, when you're a solopreneur, you just, you really have to be in a great state in order to continue. And I'm driving for Lyft because I don't have to think to do Lyft. I don't have to consult. I just have to follow my little GPS, which wasn't always easy because I'm a girl, but I'm in my car one day and I know the power of positivity. I had $20,000 in debt. I was afraid to keep money in my bank account because I was afraid that it would be taken. And this has had been several years that had gone by of caring for ailing parents and, and uh, before losing them. So I had kind of gotten myself into this, this hole of a situation and I knew the power of positivity. I knew, you know, great mindset. So I had my hands on the wheel and it was a beautiful day. And I said out loud, oh, what a gorgeous day. I have a paid for a car. My tank is full and beep, every single light on the dashboard went off, including what they call the red angle of death. At that point, I really thought there was no other explanation. I was cursed. I was cursed. <laughs> and so I thought there's no way that I can have the knowledge that I have, that I can, you know, have the positivity that I have and still have all of this stuff just happen to me. And fast forward uh, nine months later, not only had I taken care of $20,000 in debt, but I had paid cash for a trip to three different continents. I went to Egypt and Israel and Greece. And um, 
it was, it, I look forward to more later. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, nice. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I'm going to, I'm excited to learn a little bit about how you were able to do that. You know, I've, I've heard um, that there are three situations in our lives that default, that define who we become as adults. And it was something that really resonated to me when I learned this. Uh, one was when we are very young, between three and five, where something happens and we feel something's wrong. It was the first time that we've realized, oh my goodness, something's wrong. My, whatever that looks like. And then the second situation that happens around puberty when we feel like we don't belong. How many of you, when you were a teenager, felt you didn't belong, right? And then the third happens in our early 20s when we realize that we are alone. And the three, those three kinds of situations in, our, in how we grow up define who we become as adults. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I think the the message that I wasn't aware of at the time was just how much that that first defining moment matters. And it's not just one. So I was a kindergartner, very first time going to, and the world was huge. By the way, I was four years old when I was in kindergarten. I hadn't quite made it to, to five yet. I was in the middle of a uh, a huge PTA sale. Me money given to buy something at the PTA sale. This is my first time buying anything on my own. And I fell in love with this basket. It was an Easter basket. And inside the basket was this little blue bunny. And it was love at first sight. And I was so excited to take this bunny home and I got home in an unusual time you know these are memories that are broken from when you're you're a child but I remember be feeling odd that my dad was home he wouldn't normally be home and he's in the living room and he had that that scowl look on his face that could make me cry right just by making just by changing the eyebrows and he had this strange woman in the room there was a mix-up and the money that I was given at the time, um, not all of it was mine. And she apparently had given money to, to get something too. So my father asked me, what did you buy? And I proudly held up this great big basket with the cellophane on it and the bunny that I couldn't wait to take out and hold. And he took it from me and he gave it to the woman. He said, will that do? And she said, yes. And off they went. Well, if you think about this, all the implications that went on here. I make people upset when I buy things on my own without anybody else's, you know, uh, input. Things that I do buy, things that I fall in love with, leave, and they're taken from me. And all of these things, like, had a lot to do with how my adult self, my subconscious adult self, not the one that said, I know the power of positivity, I know there's enough money to go around the world, but the inner one, the one that's actually doing all the driving when you're not paying attention, it told that part of me what life was supposed to be like. So I want to share how you kind of got over this and then some of the strategies can, that they can use to kind of overcome and shake themselves out of the mindset. And, you know, this idea that our past denotes our present and can very much define our future is going to be really important. We'll get to that in just a second. 
When you're delivering an important speech to a huge audience, it's easy to lose your place or go way over time. Give yourself an advantage with the Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app. No more checking your watch or calling for time. The Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app keeps you on track with easy-to-see timers, even changing color for visual prompts during your speech. And you can set audio cues to practice or set it to vibrate so you don't even have to look. Be the pro you know you are. Download the app at speakerpresentationtimer.com. How basically I went from owing $20,000 in debt, running from creditors, physically running from creditors, and to paying all of that off in nine months time and paying cash for a trip to three different continents. The process that I used is basically I actually literally rewrote my past. So yeah, (laughs) I rewrote it. Because what are we doing but working with our subconscious mind? We're working with that inner child. So if we, we, it's basically like a scrub of that memory, which I shouldn't be telling over and over again, <laughs> but, uh, and rewriting it the way, the way I want to, it to go. So basically I just took a, a piece of paper and I wrote out that situation as if I was that five-year-old girl who had gone to the market, uh, the P- the PTA with money, had fallen, fallen in love with this little blue bunny and took it home and realized that I had somehow inadvertently upset my father, which it wasn't really me, but this was my interpretation, upset my father, had things instantly removed from me, and I couldn't be trusted with money. None of that, of course, was true. That was my interpretation. And so I wrote that out. And when I wrote that out, Mark, I'm not afraid to say it. Yes, I'm a girl, but boys can do it too. I I let all of the emotions and all of the implications that that meant out on that piece of paper. So there were tears. There was hard scribbles, you know, the anger of all the things that that meant to me and all the other memories and all the other things in my life were that probably implicated. All the times that I got something and then it fell apart. All the times that, you know, I, I... All of these different things that happen that could be implemented to that, I wrote all of that out on this paper. Took a front side, took a back side. So now it's out and I've and I've experienced all of these emotions. And then I burned that sucker. <laughs> like I burned it. Every last bit. There was not anything left burnable. It wasn't wasn't just to crumbs. It, it was like completely ashed. But then I wasn't done. Because what I said is that we had to rewrite the story. Right. So that's when I took a new piece of paper out and I wrote my story, but it didn't take that long. I said, I brought this bunny home. You know, I was so excited that I brought this bunny home and we grew up together. And that was just this, this reconnection. It wasn't much longer than that. I was led to different events and it it took nine months. It didn't happen. You know, the next day I had a ton of money in my account, but I went from running from creditors to having savings to, uh, you know, to traveling with cash. So it, it made a huge, huge difference for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Because what, I mean, what you've recounted is this idea that we're constantly telling ourselves stories. I think being able to frame some semblance of reality 
into what's what's happened to us, some sort of a justification into what's happening to us. But really, at the end of the day, the only thing that happened was your father took the money away and gave it to a lady. Had nothing really, probably nothing to do with you. <laughs> it was all my interpretation as a child. Yeah. And, and the important thing to note, Mark, is that this is a memory that I had to allow to come up. I went from feeling like I was cursed to realizing I was cursed with my own secret agenda. But the secret agenda was a secret. It wasn't like I walked around, you know, just damning everything or or poor meing everything. I was like, I have this. And yes, it was a struggle. Like I have all this talent. I have all this info. But it wasn't on the surface. I had no idea. I had to allow these memories to come up. And I had to go through some processes to to find where those issues were. Is there anything that you could share with the audience as far as steps that maybe they could take to help them kind of shake out why they view their reality the way they view it? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, (laughs) um, I have put together something called Keys to Financial Success Quiz. It's a a five kinds of money quiz. And there's actually five different ways to look at your money. I am someone who doesn't like to take a lot of time all at once, you know, it just doesn't happen. So I put together this simple quiz for others like me, and you can find that at finallyfinanciallyfree.me. And you just answer one question and you get a less than five minute video response based on your answer to that question. And the next day I'll give you another one so that you can slowly come up with these processes and, and just see I'm explaining to you what certain types of things mean. And I think that's a really great way to start. Nice. Nice. And thank you for sharing that link with us as well. I will have it down in the show notes. And and if somebody wanted to get in touch with you directly, how could they do that? Uh, that's probably the best way. There's you'll have information. You'll have you can directly reply to any email that that you get uh, once you start that application. You know, start that that questionnaire. Sure. And if you have questions that come on through, go ahead and email me, and I will uh, do my best to respond. Wonderful. I, I'm hoping that this is making sense to you, and that you know, listening to Brenda's story, that you have a, a semblance of connection to what she went through, and th- this idea that she wasn't stuck. When she started writing out a story and kind of letting letting that story percolate and, and actually then realizing that, hey, this is just a story, she was able to shake that up. So I hope I hope that's helpful to you. Brenda, uh, you know, part of one of the things, one of the, I guess, philosophies I have is that being a lifelong learner is really a great way to shake you out of your current circumstances. I believe that the more we learn, the more experiences we have outside of our current of our kind of little bubble, the better it makes us. And I know that you yourself have like a master's degree that you've, you've earned. You have over 10 years marketing experience and you continue to be a lifelong learner. What makes you keep driving forward? Oh, I just, I, I want to answer this, but I have a caveat to it. So okay. as I mentioned before, yes, Mark, I think absolutely that if we're not learning, we're dying. I mean, that's to me, it, when you learn, you grow. The, the caveat there is that you, it can get to be to a point where if you, all you're doing is learning and you're not taking any action, then you're not you're not really growing either. You're just kind of dumping more more in. So I'm not even going to say there's a balance, but you have to understand that you can learn and then you can do and, and you have to do both. But when you're talking about lifelong processes, yes, I have. 
<laughs> it goes all the way back. I have uh, I have an associate's and a bachelor's and a and a master's, and then I have certification after certification. And I think because the learning that I've done, I've always said, oh, I want some I want something that shows you know proves that I did that. Sometimes you can learn processes, right? Like I can teach you how to get found online, but other times you need to learn about yourself and about what motivates you so that you can tap into that so that all those processes will work. I feel exactly the same way. I, you know, growing up introverted, growing up with very limiting beliefs, I didn't think I could do a whole swack of things, including something like this. Like I never thought I'd ever be a speaker. I never thought I'd be able to put myself in front of a video camera and do the work that I'm doing today. However, I, I, I guess the more I learned about broadening my horizons, the more I realized, wait a second, I can do anything, anything at all. I know that a lot of times, you know, I have a philosophy when it comes down, especially the stress aspect. I think, you know, all too often as human beings, we get, we got caught in, in this pressure of the immediacy of whatever's happening. For instance, you had your car and I know that, you know, I've had situations, you know, all of a sudden my basement's flooded, my water tank exploded. And it's like, oh, God, I had so many things. Now I have to work on uh, what I do is my life suck. <laughs> and I know and, you know, I've come to a realization that in my experiences that if we're harping on problems, we're not working on solving the problems. We're all we're doing is complaining. about it. And I know yeah. I'm a huge fan of EFT, emotional freedom techniques. And I was wondering, would you be willing after our break to share EFT with the audience. Are you good for that? I'm uh, sure. Absolutely. If, if my dogs will stay quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's you're sitting at home. So we will dig into this and maybe a little bit of EFT will help everybody. And we'll get to that right after this. When you're delivering an important speech to a huge audience, it's easy to lose your place or go way over time. Give yourself an advantage with the Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app. No more checking your watch or calling for time. The Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app keeps you on track with easy-to-see timers, even changing color for visual prompts during your speech. And you can set audio cues to practice or set it to vibrate so you don't even have to look. Be the pro you know you are. Download the app at speakerpresentationtimer.com. Welcome back to Experience Leadership. I am here speaking with manifestation and marketing coach, Brenda Trott. And uh, we've been talking about the power of our brain, the power of our past, driving our present, forcing our future. And, you know, COVID-19 has really been, you know, for a lot of us, it's been poison. It's been, it's just been absolutely, we, we've just been putting ourselves into situations where we just don't know what to do next. And I know, Brenda, you yourself, I mean, you've had to uh, overcome issues within COVID. Well, Mark, I said I, I wanted to bring COVID back up because there, this is a really a great example of how we look at situations. So I'm not sure what state you're in, but I'm in Texas. And I know there's a lot, a lot of hoopla about how COVID has ruined this and ruined this and ruined that. I have clients that I've personally connected with. I have local restaurants that I've, I've ordered takeout from, and I have um, you know, a, just a myriad of places that I have visited and asked very, very much from the heart, you know, how are you doing? How is this affecting you? And Mark, 
almost 100% of the people that I've connected with have said this period has been better for them than ever before. The restaurant in particular said that they were doing three times in a month than what they were doing before. Am I saying that everyone is, is just prospering from this? No. But what I'm saying is that it, circumstances are circumstances. Breakups are breakups, but they're, they're bridges to the next event. And so with COVID, I know that I was in a situation um, where I was working with a company that I did not want to work with anymore. And it took a pandemic for me to finally say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to stop now. And so I know that there are others, too. So there's you and there's your way that you are moving forward. And then there's all the circumstances around. And there's a lot more that you can study and look into and talking about the mirror and how life is kind of like a mirror. You know, you have to first decide what you want to do. I decide I'm going to raise my hands up in the air. But my mirror doesn't norm doesn't hold its hands up too yet, right? <laughs> it takes it takes a little bit of time for it to catch up. And so you can keep holding your hands up in the mirror. I'm not trying to downplay at all how serious you know things are and the and the traumatic losses that people have suffered. Yeah. I just want people to understand that that it doesn't have to be seen as just a loss or as a suffering. It can just be seen as a circumstance and you can make manipulate your way around that. In Canada, we've seen 69,000 small businesses close up. But what's really amazing is that in the same time frame, we've seen 63,000 new businesses launch, which tells me that, you know, we are a very resilient, we're very resilient in what we do. As, as entrepreneurs, as business people, we are very resilient in making sure that we can move forward. And and again, it's not to downplay because I'm sure there are hundreds of thousands of people who could be watching this right now saying, you don't understand my reality. You don't understand what it was like to have to close down a business that I poured the last 20 years of my life into, that I've hired people who are my family and had to lay them off, right? This is not downplaying that at all. But at the same token, we do know that some people are thriving during this time because of the way that they, they, um, they, they were able to resource themselves or whatever. And, but today it was this idea more about how do we deal with that stress? How do we get over this suffering for those people who aren't faring very well? In one of your videos, you mentioned emotional freedom techniques. And I thought this is something that needs to be shared. Could you enlighten us a little bit? Absolutely. So EFT, emotional freedom technique, another uh, a short form for that is called tapping. And it's actually a, a technique that has been used uh, with validity uh, with, with veterans who've come back with PTSD. And it is, as far as I know, the reading that I've done is one of the only uh, forms that are proven to actually help with PTSD. Mm. So uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. I've also used this technique with children at the elementary level. Uh, again, Texas, we're a high stakes testing state. And so I've dealt with that a lot with uh, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds who had such enormous pressure about testing and got them to a point where they could do this on their own. And just being an eight-year-old can be stressful, period, right? So one of the ways that I would teach an eight-year-old to do this is the karate chop point. And it's kind of like the middle point of the side of your hand. Mm -hmm. And 
you can just uh, tap with with the other hand on there like a karate chop. Okay. So just doing this, I've done this in traffic. <laughs> so instead of doing, ah, you're doing this. Yes. <laughs> it, just, it just helps to calm. And so we're using the um, the points that are actually the uh, pressure points on, on your system. So that's just one of them. One thing to know about EFT is that it's a release of these emotions and it can be calming. And oftentimes when you're led by someone through it is you'll speak. So, you know, I would say something and then you would repeat that as we're tapping through. But you don't have to say anything. Sometimes you just get this overwhelming. And you don't I don't know if you know the history behind this, but I became an entrepreneur because I had uh, I had PTSD in it. I had agoraphobia. And so there's even another stress not being a you know, not being encouraged to leave the home, it was familiar, okay, <laughs> to being this sick person that I was that couldn't leave my home. And so what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you just get this overwhelming feeling of anxiety and you don't know where it's coming from. Well, why are you anxious? Well, I don't know. And then you can start. So, um, you know, I don't know why I'm anxious, <laughs> you know, and you're tapping on the top of your head. And so you would actually you tap, tap your head and say that at the same time? Is that You can say that, okay. or and you, but you don't have to say anything. You can receive relief just by doing that. Okay. So top of the head, you know, I'm anxious. I don't know why. I can't leave my house. It's scary. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my employees. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to keep this business open, I don't know what's going to happen. And, but whatever does, I will be okay. Everything works out for me in the end. Wow. Okay. That's a very, very short, short version. And of so, and so we're not we necessarily do. talking about a mantra. So it's not kind of like the Saturday Night Live, you know, I'm good and gosh darn it, everybody loves me kind of mantra. What you're doing is making it very situational as well. Yeah, absolutely. You can make a situation because that's what you're living in. You're living in a situation, you're not living in the in the clouds. The the thing about EFT that I love about it is that it's self-regulating. It's something that most anyone can do. I've had a few people who said that they can't uh, actually reach, you know, certain points. Can other people tap for you? Yes. If you don't, you know, if that's uncomfortable for you, you can just think about the, the certain points. You can speak, you cannot speak. But to just push down positive affirmation after positive affirmation when all of this inner inner work is still not there when that secret agenda is still there you're basically creating yourself a volcano you're just shoving all of this good stuff so that it can all just erupt on you right and and, and you know when i say that you can probably point to different parts in your life where that happens sure. and so it, when you're when you're uncertain about something, when you're in traffic, when you're um, delayed at the bank, when somebody approaches you within one foot and coughs, I mean, you can just you you can release those things because when you release things, it it keeps that energy going. I wanted to tell you something briefly too because I, I I got co- so excited because I know I was going to talk to you when I did the. Um, the rewrite of my script and my bunny reappeared. Um, and I had that $10,000 debt. It didn't all come from one place. I didn't have, you know, I didn't know. So if you're a business owner right now in COVID and you don't know what's going to happen, that's okay. Just be open to letting things happen. And I had, you know, different variety of things that happened. Did it all come from one client? Absolutely not. 
Did it all come from a job? Absolutely not. But all of these different things that happened. And one of those things was I was getting random checks in the mail. And I thought, who gets checks in the mail? Like, I haven't even written a check in I don't know how long. Well, I do. And it's so funny because I got another check in the mail this week. <laughs> knowing that I was going to become talking to you. And I just I just got so giddy about it. It was like, so, you know, the, the lasting effects and letting my, my, my little girl know, right, that little five-year-old know that it's okay to spend money. And, it, it, you know, there's other mistakes that she's afraid of. She's afraid of spending it on the wrong things. She's afraid of, you know, there's a lot. But it has lasting effects and just being open and being aware and making that decision doesn't even have to be, I decide I'm going to stay open or I'm going to close. It can be, I decide that I'll figure this out. Just start there and and have that allow it. And you can tap, you know, I decide that this, the, the answers will come to me. I, I love the fact that you said this thing about uh, being open to it, because one of the things that I've been a big fan through all my episodes is this idea that be open to it, but understand that you can't necessarily do everything yourself. And the more you're open to opportunities, the more you're open in your communication with your team, with your stakeholders, with your customers, the more things will come to you. And I know that a lot of business owners are looking at might watch this and say, you know, it's my business. I can't let people know I'm suffering. <laughs> you know, you mentioned a cautionary. One of the cautionaries is don't just hold things down. Don't just pretend you're okay and put it down. Deal with it. And EFT is one way to do deal with it. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about thus far? I, I'm a real fan of journaling. Real, real fan of just, just getting it out. And, and if you need to rip that sucker up so it doesn't and rewrite the story, you can rewrite your past just like you can. Uh, that could be a whole nother episode because I believe there's power. <laughs> you know, and I, it's interesting. There's a power that. in the pen. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who um, every day she wrote one thing that she was grateful for and put it on a piece of paper and put it in the jar. And then on December 31st, she empties the jar and she goes through 365 little slips of paper. And she said, you know, when, when she was talking about it, you know, you could see her shine. You could see that her, just her being was, it seems so fulfilled. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't wait 365 days to go through those. Um, I, I, I saw those uh, types of things on Facebook and I love it. I, I, I absolutely would do that, but do more than that. Yeah. Right. You challenge yourself to write five things every day and then periodically go back and read those five things that, you know, that that you read, because that feeling at the end of the year when she read 300 things that she was. You can have that all year long. Sure. And when you have that, that's that's the thing about energy. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that you can do to, to help yourself feel better. And when you feel better, you are better. And, and I think that you start making better decisions as well. Absolutely. Brenda, thank you so much. This has been so amazing. I really appreciate that you could be on the show today. Could you just remind everybody one more time how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. Go to um, finallyfinanciallyfree.me. You'll read a little bit about my story and you can take the, the quiz. It's just one question a day. I think there's four or five questions and you'll get immediate insight based on your answer. So it's not, you know, it's not... Uh, one quiz and this is where you are it gives you insight on where to go and you can respond to any of my emails Um, and I just want to give a shout out to one of my clients too who 
she said that that EFT and some of the stuff that I worked with, she said it's better than therapy. And she went from $700 a month to her first $10,000 a month. So take, take the quiz. You What's know, it going to hurt? You hear these stories and you hear it enough times. There's got to be something to it. I know that some people are going, oh, hodgepodge is just a lot of, you know, but it, but you know, you hear this enough times and it's like, you, you have to start thinking about, well, you know what, if I start putting myself in a mindset where I can be open to those opportunities and maybe it'll just happen. Yeah. Brenda, thank you so much. I, I thank you. To acknowledge you for being here today to share your knowledge, to share your expertise, to share your stories. Uh, it's been a huge value. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you give me a thumbs up if this was of value to you? As always, my offer stands. If you would like 30 minutes of my time to brainstorm your business with you and your team, why don't you book yourself 30 minutes on my online calendar? The link is below. It's the one that says meetme.so slash Mark Hain. As always, I am at your service. My name is Mark Hain. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and dare be the exception. Thank you for joining us this week on Experience Leadership. Make sure you visit markhain.com where you can subscribe to iTunes or by RSS so you'll never miss a show. Or go directly to markhainlive.com to watch the video edition of this podcast. While you're at it, if you found today's content valuable, please give us a rating on iTunes. Or you can share it and tell your friends all about the show. As Mark says, knowledge is power, but only if you share it. Be sure to tune in each week for the newest episode. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and dare to be the exception.